I'm gonna buy a non-poisonous snake and name it however many steps you want. This snake's not gonna kill you. I'm Sam. Step one, 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 we can have lots of fun. Step two, 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 there's so much we can do. Step three, oh, you're gonna fucking die. Three step, baby, and I'm Jackie. Come for the justice, stay for the sweet guitar riffs. I'm Justin, and this is Steel Justice on Sneaker Madness. What's that smell? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'm thirsty as fuck. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty as fuck. Hey, look at me! Thrill me. If you come back in here, I'm gonna hit you with so many rights, you're gonna beg for a left. Thrill me. Beg for a left. Thrill me. Hello to you, listener. Hello. This is a podcast that you've tuned into where we watch a movie and talk about it because it may or may not stink. Um, I'm bingo. Just, just bingo. Bingo. I was just trying to think of a way to say hello without saying hello. Bingo. 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 Shoelace. Garbage truck. Bingo is at least exciting. Bingo is kind of exciting. Frankenstein. Frankenstein's menacing. Yeah, but yeah. What, what, you just threw out something random and that, that translates to hello? Yes. Okay. Bingo. <laughs> bingo, bingo it is. Uh, bingo. Good bingo to you today, Sam. I think Sam. <laughs> next time I see somebody that I haven't seen, I'm just going to yell, jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> what? Exactly. And then Triple sevens. <laughs> Triple sevens. Snake eyes. Yeah. Um, Steel Justice from 1987, starring Martin Cove, uh, Sella Ward. Yep. Uh, Who else we got in this? Uh, Ronnie Cox. Ronnie Cox. Bernie Casey. Bernie Casey. uh, Shannon Tweed stops by. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's Um, weird. Sarah Douglas of Stinker Madness fame. She's got one one scene in here. Right. Which is unfortunate because I always like to have her be on screen because she's so much fun. Um, Yes. Uh, seems like somebody else was in this. Uh, the villain, Quan, isn't he somebody that's been in a couple things? He's been in everything. Yeah. 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 Typical Asian bad guy and or cop guy. I'm going to just look at it. I don't want to fuck up his name. Cause it's... I think he's also been like the aging father hmm? in a few things. Ah, yes. The aging. The aging father. What, like uh, Dudikoff's ninja father in American Ninja? Was he that guy? Soon Tech O is his name. Soon Tech O. I knew I was going to fuck it up if I didn't read it. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it's, yeah, and he's Korean. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, directed by Nobody, uh, written by Nobody. That's the same guy. It's the same okay. Nobody that did both of those tasks, okay. actually. Right. Wow, Justin, are you just taking over uh, yeah. Sam's What well, Are you saying that filmography? You, you want me to shut the hell up and just let Sam do his sweet, sweet thing? Because there's like 10 ounces of it tonight. There's Give yeah, very. Me. Give me a shot glass of Steel Justice, Steel Sam. Steel Justice. Can you believe this shit made $1.3 million? I cannot. That I, is surprising. I wow. know it didn't. I know that it cost more than that, right? Yeah, right. Whatever it costs, because there's no reported budget. This thing looks like, if I was to guess, it was one of those that MGM probably shuffles about five movies like 
uh, most of these are going to DTV, but there's like one that's like, oh, that's what we're putting in our, our open block. They just uh, oh. pulled numbers out of a hat and that's the one. Hey, it's your month, Martin Cove. Yeah. One of the execs is watching this movie and I'm like, why did I have to watch that? And the other guy's like, we're putting this in the theater. He's like, oh, we've got this or Munchie. Yeah, let's oh, go with we gotta this. Go with this. We're yeah. going to go with this. Yeah. So is this when Martin Cove, is he coming off of his Karate Kid fame yes. at this point? It's right yeah. after that. Yeah, Karate Kid's 85, I believe. Yes. Yeah, so. He's right off that. And then he's going to do Rambo right after this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't really have a big part in Rambo. No, not really. Uh, Martin Cove has almost 230 acting credits. He's a very busy guy. So what I did find out about this guy is that from like, late 70s to mid 90s uh-huh. he is seriously in one episode of every fucking show that was ever on television yes. it is insane yeah. miami vice yeah well, i bet yeah oh yeah. yeah it's weird to because you don't think of martin cove as yeah. a working guy with 230 acting credits to his name but you look at his imdb list and you're like oh yeah how about that i went onto his twitter this week just to see what was going on with that and it's all of the people involved with the YouTube Karate Kid are very proud of it, and pretty mm-hmm. much his Twitter is dominated by that. We That's, we love you, Martin Coe, for sweeping the leg, Johnny. Or him saying, oh, new episode of this next week coming out on the Cobra Kai or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't watch it. I don't either. I thought, He's got a YouTube channel called Cobra Kai? No, there's no, a just show. Yeah, there's a YouTube Red or whatever. The I don't think it's the premium. You can, anybody can it watch is. it. I think it is premium. It is the premium? Yeah. I, is it I the red? Because I'm not subscribing to that ever. It's a YouTube original series about Cobra Kai, and it's got uh, Danielson and the kid that swept Johnny and Martin Cove, and they it's them 30 years later or whatever. And Pat Morita's dead. Is Pat Morita is dead. Yeah. He, and, and it wasn't uh, that long ago that he died. Like, it's only a few years, I think. It could be anywhere between 10 days and 10 years. No, I don't think it's even that. that. I, I want to say it was like three years ago that he died. Perhaps. Yeah, just missed it. Yeah. Uh, huh. Well, I... They have karate you, fights. YouTube. I want it to go to Netflix so I can watch it. No, YouTube Red is a load of fucking crap, and I hate that it exists, and stop it. Not everybody needs to have a premium channel. You can sell shows because Netflix will buy literally anything and put it on there. Not to mention that, I mean, at this point with YouTube, it's like, especially the way that they've decreased monetization for the creators and everything. It's like, how much fucking money do you really want? And let the Nazis flood in. So you can't go watch a show because you're going to get a stream on there of just fucking Nazis. Yeah, I couldn't. (laughs) Who wants to go there? I didn't get a running tally on how many times Martin Coe's been on the show, but this is at least three. Okay. We will remember him as Nero, the hero. In uh, Death Race 2000. Yeah. Oh, that's... That's kind of where he starts, right? right? Yeah. That's sort of his biggest role Mm -hmm. up to that point, and then he's going to get some momentum based on that. Yeah, because he... uh, Stallone steals all the the show away from him. Yeah. So... Well, not to mention that he's kind of the iconic 80s bad boy look. Yeah. The hairy chest, the hair... The perm or whatever that is, the the butt chin. Yeah, and his chin. Sort of buff, but not... Chris Hemsworth, buff. Well, that that was not cool in the 80s. Yeah, now you could be a fat guy and be a tough guy in the 80s. Yeah, but he's not fat guy. No, but he's not, he's not fucking shredded, Jackie. Yeah. No, he looks nice, though. Really? Because that was going to be my question at the end of this. Is Martin Cove the sexy? <sighs> he's doofy, but I'm thinking that the ladies like him better than me. 
Well, I mean, I think he's. I think they he's... like pizza rat better than you. <laughs> pizza wrap. Rat. 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 <laughs> Pizza rat. <laughs> the, the rat that gets an entire slice of pizza in New we York. We just did this like two I, weeks ago. Yeah. What? Pizza rat? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, come on. It's 2019. <laughs> Look up pizza rat and just get that taken care of. I don't want to. <laughs> it doesn't even sound nice, pizza rat. It's awesome. This rat like totally makes off with an entire slice of New York pie. That's amazing. It's pizza I rat. I think most people like that uh, better uh, than anything, got, let alone my sexy. We got grenade uh, rat in this movie, too. Um, he's also Skip in Seven. He oh, has yeah, a, yeah, he's right, a seven, right, yeah. Right, right, right. Um, he's a perfect uh, Andy Sedaris guy. Guy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he fits so well. Except his that. acting is a little too good. Is it? I mean, did you see uh, Steel yeah, Justice just now? Maybe <laughs> it got worse or something. I don't know. Uh, I want to go back to Jackie. Uh, sure. Okay, so he's more handsomer than Sam, but is he the sexy? Oh, man. Yes. Because he's very sweaty. He is really either like it's part of his <laughs> shtick where he's like spray me with water so I look sweaty or somebody's saying that or he's just that sweaty. He's that sweaty in Rambo too. Yeah. In the helicopter. Right. They're supposed to be sweaty because it's hot. Right. But at the same time, like this I'm, is not hot. People are wearing jackets. I'm having a hard time think of a time when I haven't. Seen, I think he just might be sweaty. I think he might be sweaty and sweat. I don't give a shit if it may look good on camera or not, but it's actually gross. Like, you don't want somebody that smells like... We had this guy. <laughs> I have a story about a guy, too. We had this yeah. guy in high school who could just... He was constantly smelly. And it wasn't that he... I, I He bathed. Yeah. He just was... Sweat. Grody. And you couldn't touch him because he was slimy. It was like it was like holding on to a fish, like a bar of soap. You just go yeah. whoop, right out of your hands. Sweat to me is disgusting. Yeah, there it wasn't the there was the kid from the other school that we played in basketball that like had gel grease. Right. And I had to D him up and it was like I hit him, I slid off of him, I hit the ground and I spun all the way across <laughs> across the court like a starfish. I was just like lubed and greased. And we called like, him the banana peel. Yeah, I was like there was no way to guard him and it was good because he was terrible. Right. So it didn't matter. He was just out there to basically grease up a, a few dudes and then go sit down. You couldn't guard anybody because you were covered in slime. It was after, disgusting. after the game, all the grade schoolers would come in and it was just a giant slip and slide yeah. for them. <laughs> Because of a guy. Because of a guy. Uh, I dated a greasy guy. Oh, man. In college. Grody. He was a bodybuilder, and he looked... He sweated all the time. Uh -huh, uh -huh. It didn't last very long because of the sweat. Right. It's like, at first, I thought, well, maybe it's because it's hot because it's summertime, you know? Uh -huh. And you're like, oh, okay, whatever. But then... You're like, no, you're fucking hot in an air-conditioned building. You're sweating your ass off with pitted out t-shirts and shit. You're like, are you okay? You don't look good. And he's like, I feel great today. And he's just dripping, just like pouring Ex fucking exactly. water it's off like, his head. It's like, are you sure? <laughs> no, this is nice outside. <laughs> like, are you having a heart attack? Yeah, I am. I am, I am totally having a heart attack. But it's nice. It's nice in here. So... <laughs> There is also something else I want to kind of check out with Martin Cove that got canceled very early on, but it was a television show where he was the lead, and it's called Hard Time on Planet Earth. Ooh, okay. And Hard Time on Planet Earth is like, he's a alien badass, mm. and he gets like demerit points or something. Oh, he's the shitty predator that gets sent to gets Earth sent to and Earth Predator too as part of a punishment. Uh huh. Right. 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 And so he is now on Earth, you know, freelancing, crime fighting. 
because he can't just he just can't not fight crime. Okay. And I think it only made 13 episodes. Yeah, that doesn't and, sound like a, a hit. And I think only eight of them aired or something like that, which is surprising that more than two of them aired. Right. The, it got past the pilot. Yeah. So where do you think that gem is? I don't know. I've yeah, been kind I of would, looking for it, and I, I haven't check found that anything. That sounds great. Uh, so here's the most interesting thing about Cela Ward. She's the voice of the Crest commercials. <laughs> And that's all I have to say about that. Like, right now, she is? Or at one point. Okay. Oh. Well, she was uh, she was dead wife and fugitive. Fugitive, yeah. Well, right? that's... Oh, yeah. She was in that... She did it for, like, a minute and a half. As dead wife. Uh, and she was in uh, the George Clooney show, wasn't she? She's in she? a bunch of shit. The, the I'm Sexy Doctors. No. Whatever the fuck that's called. Wasn't that where she was from? No. Sexy Doctor Show? I think she with, was uh, in CSI. Goose maybe? and... Uh, no, dude. The other guy? She was never no. on Grey's Anatomy. No, no, no. George Clooney wasn't in Grey's ER. Anatomy. The, yeah, I don't ER, think she was ER. in ER. Huh, I thought that's where she was from. No. She's just in a little bit of everything here and there. Huh. I guess she's not a very big deal. <laughs> no, she's not. Like, that was... I intentionally did that because I was like, wow, there's a lot of... I didn't realize she was in so much stuff, but I was like... Wow, she's totally boring. Her career Not any, is like anything relevant. So Crest, and that's we it. Know her name? Yeah. Ah, uh, why? Okay, that's interesting. I thought she was a bigger deal that I just didn't give a shit about. No. Huh. Ha. Okay. Uh, I assume that the uh, director uh, had no previous career, no post. Oh, he did. I've never. Yeah, he had it. I didn't. I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, you know, the director's Robert Boris and his career is I mean he worked but it seemed pretty like I've never heard any of it is this the biggest deal 1.3 million dollars I would think yeah um that and his trips to Antarctica he seemed to have worked where are you getting that because Boris was the name of the gold miner in Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer wow Silver! Oh boy! <laughs> you should. We should do a new connections with you, where you just connect things in completely impossible ways. Like, oh, okay. Uh, that curvy hillside road in San Francisco. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Um, people drive down it. People drive in cars. Cars are made by Ford. Yeah. John Ford was an actor, and so was Martin Cove. Duh! Don't you, you get it? You could sit James Burke in a room with her. And after about four minutes, he just light himself on fire. <laughs> what are you talking about? My connections are totally not random. <laughs> Come on, guys. Don't you get my jokes? Come on. Keep up. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess that covers Steel that Justice. Covers, that covers uh, moving on much. to streaming do's and don'ts this week. <laughs> um, Steel Justice is a movie about a tough guy. The toughest of guys, as this movie tries to dis- tell us. I mean, is he supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger? Like, I, I mean, is so. that what they're going for? Like, this guy is tough. No, I don't think so, because they give him a samurai sword. They give him the army background. That's tough stuff! And he's got a fucking snake named Three Step. That's tough! It's uh, weird. It's uh, mismatch. I mean, if you said, look up tough guy in the dictionary and it was a guy that's pretty sweaty and has a katana and has a military background and a snake wrapped around his head. I'd be like, yeah, that seems like a pretty tough guy. Well, at the same time though, uh, that same guy isn't like the badass of it. He's like the weird guy on a team of five that 
is quirky and then blows up the bridge at the right time because you can always count on him even though he's a weirdo, mm, right? The snake guy. The snake guy because you're like, not, hey, we need. there's only one man that can defeat this army by himself. I was like, not the snake guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy blows up the bridge and then he fucks off. The snake guy doesn't beat the whole army. He's got a pet with him. <laughs> Considering that the snake is on, uh, you know, watch patrol, uh, hang out here at three step and watch. Yeah, you can't really put a snake on lookout. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what's, what, what's the snake going to do? They actually smell the air because their vision's that bad. Right. And uh, they can't make any noises to alert you. The, <laughs> Look up here. Yeah. Look up here. <laughs> Snake's like, hey, they're here. <laughs> I noticed, though, that during the scenes where he does leave the snake for lookout, the snake just fucks right off. He just slithers down the stick like, I'm out of here. The actor that played three-step might be the worst actor that we've ever had on this podcast because <laughs> yeah. he does not want to be involved in this movie no. at all. <laughs> I think that there's some of those shots where it's like, it probably wasn't in the script. He was supposed to have the snake most of the time. Uh-huh. And Martin Cove and the snake came to a mutual agreement that they didn't really want to be together yeah, all that did, often. they didn't like working together. No. Yeah, it's like working with Tom Cruise. Like, yeah, let's just get this over with, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Going back to my trailer, no, I don't said want... the actor that played st- Three Step. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Cavill's like, we both know what's going to happen if we wrestle. No, go away. <laughs> um, yeah, so it starts out in 1975 in the NAM with Martin Cove, uh, John Steele, leading a battalion of... Hovercrafts from the 80s. Hovercrafts from the 80s. That are not camouflaged very well because they've got a huge red light on the top of them. Uh, onto the shores of undescript uh, location yeah. to take down some of the Viet Cong, I'm guessing? They're So they're on a sting. Okay. But it doesn't make any sense because I don't remember there being a lot of, like, stings. In, in the in the Vietnam. What would they be stinging? Well, there was supposed to be some stuff in that cave. I don't know if it was drugs. I don't uh-huh. know if it was guns, but they're uh-huh. like, the shipment was all it was called, okay. right? And then instead of the shipment, I guess it's CIA pirate gold. Right. But that's later. But that's later. It, and it kind of seems like the CIA pirate gold was a byproduct of like, oh, hey, yeah, we already took care of the cave uh, and we found this. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, there's fucking treasure in it. <laughs> Who would have thought treasure? Well, I mean, it, we got lucky big time. It seems like everybody's in on it except these two. Right. But they're like the guys. They're like, oh, all right, guys, go get it. Go get the stuff. And then they're like, by the way, we already got the stuff. What are we looking for? The, I don't know. The shipment. I mean, it's the shipment. You'll know it when you see it. Yeah. Blow it up, I guess. Yeah, blow it up. Yeah. Uh, if it's pi- CIA pirate treasure. What is CIA pirate treasure? I didn't realize that the CIA was full of doubloons. Right. Um Well, they did. In Vietnam, they totally just had these crates of gold coins that they used. Shipped in Spanish galleons across yeah. the ocean. What? To Vietnam. Like, oh, we're going to pay off the Viet Cong in pirate gold. In pirate, you're like, <laughs> let's sweeten this deal. And they're like, will you leave? You're like, how do you feel about pirate gold? Oh, Jesus Christ, we just want you to leave. Demilitarized zone. <laughs> we'll take it. Pirate gold. No, the Viet Cong is going to be like, what? Okay. Die? <laughs> and that's how we lost Vietnam. <laughs> Because we tried to bribe the Viet Cong with, pri- with, with pirate gold. Yeah, I know. Yeah, According no to this film, apparently. Yeah. Um, 
So the whole thing is a double cross of some sort, or it's a trap to get rid of John Steele because he's honorable and he's going to get the pirate gold and turn it back over to the CIA rather than keeping the pirate gold and becoming rich. No. Okay. Because he asked him, he's like, you're not going to do anything about this. He's like, fuck no, have your gold. And they're like, okay. And they shoot him in the back. Why did we try to kill you just now? Why did we bring you? Why didn't we just say, John Steele, you're the guy that blows up bridges at the end of missions. Uh, is, is There's probably a bridge on this mission. So come along. We're going to steal some pirate gold. Are you cool with that? And he's like, I don't really give a shit. Where's the bridge that I got to blow up? You are the man for this job. Yeah. They don't do that. They say, come along. We're not going to tell you what's going to happen. And uh, once you do and say you don't really care, we're going to shoot you in the ass. Yeah, we're going to double cross you, even though you don't even know you've been crossed the first time. Right. Well, I think he had an inkling when there was a rat that had a hand grenade <laughs> attached to it. Grenade rat. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> that was awesome. Definitely the general style. If you're going to blow up a guy in a cave. This is probably the worst way to do it. Because <laughs> here's, yeah, you can't like pull the pin and then and then hope for the best with the rat. It's going it to probably blow up about three feet away from you. It's just going to sniff the air around you yeah. and like see if you got some treats or something. Like if some boogers are going to fall out of your nose because rats are disgusting, and then it explodes in front of you you have to keep the pin in so this rat just wanders in with a fucking nothing on its back yeah. it's carrying a not live grenade and what does john Steele do the only thing that you can do to blow it up blast it with a fucking grenade launcher causing yep. the entire fucking cave to explode because it's filled with explosives they at yeah. least got that part right well that's i think what they were there for on the double crossing like if there was any central planning by the general he's like I'm just going to leave a few breadcrumbs, and I bet these nutsacks accidentally blow up the whole cave. <laughs> they're idiots, yeah. And they do. Right. It's the guy that blows up the bridge. He's going to blow something up. And Might as well be himself. He comes out. He's like, oh, General, I knew you fucked us over. And he's like, no, man, you did great. You blew it up. You're going to turn me in? No. Okay, whatever. I'm going to shoot you anyway. Why are you guys shooting us in the ass? Uh, well, they were the lady was supposed to kill them both, but she oh, was a why? crap shot. And so he blew her up. Right, this lady shoots them in the ass, and he's like, oh my god, you shot these guys in the ass. Why would you fucking do that? Uh, time to die. And yeah. shoots her, even and though he could just be like, aim up next time. There's also just three random hostages that get shot in this. Right? Like, And you're just like, who are those hostages, and why did they just get shot? Were they in the cave? They weren't anywhere until they were just, they were just appeared to be shot. Um... Hey, we're hostages, and now we're shot. Uh, yeah. Um, so, out steps Suquan, which is the name I've affectionately called my Bluetooth speaker because she can't speak English. Um, Suquan is the villain of this movie who is part of John's squad sometimes, but not this time. I... They're supposed to meet up with Suquan to get this fucking deal to go get the shipment, but Suquan is like, no, I know it's CIA pirate gold, so... Uh, I'm not down with you, John Steele. I think he's supposed to be like the South Vietnamese general. Yes. Okay. Because I keep calling him the general. All right. So he was like allied force, even okay. though it wasn't a big one. All right. And then he's just not really helping. He's just stealing treasure. Okay. Okay. Um, And he takes the CIA pirate goal back to the hovercrafts. In come John and Lee. Uh, Lee's... John Steele's partner's buddy's bestie. He's 
been shot in the back, but he's he's gonna make it. And and John Steele looks like he doesn't even care that he's been shot in the ass like six times. No, it seems he it bothers him moderately at first. He gets up and he's like, Oh, and he kinda makes a face uh, like, Yeah, I got a two twenty three in my butt. Like when when fucking Forrest got Gump got shot in the ass while carrying Bubba out, I mean, he at least went down to one knee, you yeah. know. I mean but we're talking about Forrest Gump, the toughest man that's ever lived. So yeah. John Steele's up there. And his buddy Lee is not handling getting shot very well, though. He's like, no, he's really pissing and moaning about it, but he lives. Yeah. And they're all like, you made it. What? How are you still alive? Okay. Whatever. Do you care that we're stealing this pirate gold? No. no. Okay. Um, here's the deal. It was orders. It came down from the top brass this, to shoot you in the butt. The CIA. <laughs> Told us that this guy needs to steal their pirate gold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huh. Just give it to him. And he's like, oh, how dare you, Quan, shoot me in the ass, you son of a bitch. Knife gun! And shoots Quan right in the fucking heart with a yeah. goddamn knife gun. And Quan is like, ow! Oh, dick! And just pulls it out! Yeah. And he's not even like, oh, man, I'm bleeding out. Somebody give me a doctor. He's like... I'll get you one day, John Steele. And then, yeah, does that and then, like, takes his pirate gold and leaves. Okay, see you guys later. <laughs> like, wow, had you not shot this guy in the ass, he wouldn't have shot you. Everything worked out perfectly until you decided to make some lady shoot him for no reason. Uh, we still on for brunch tomorrow? Oh, of course. Oh, by the way, uh, you've got a knife gun knife inside of your heart yeah. right now. You should get that looked at. No, I'm fine. Well, I'll see you tomorrow for brunch. That went surprisingly well. <laughs> cut to the future today today in california southern california you know there's cities in southern california you could say where this is at there's a lot of them it's not just southern california the place but whatever um lee is now the chief inspector of the asian crime task force yes and that means he's still fighting the general in a roundabout way. So like when some guy from Hong Kong comes and drives 20 miles over the speed limit, do they call inspector Lee and say, Hey, we got some Asian crime going on. <laughs> it seems like he should be a little bit more specialized in what type sure. of crime rather than the race of crime committer. Yeah, no, it seems like it's one of those things where they're like, oh, this is now out of hand. Let's put somebody on it. That restaurant has unsanitary work conditions in the kitchen. Call Inspector Lee. That massage parlor is given handies. Call Bob Kraft. Call Bob Kraft. And then call <laughs> Inspector Lee and arrest him. Uh, this, the Yakuza are here and are murdering everybody. Call that same guy that arrests people for giving handies. I'm pretty sure that he should be like, you know, you give it's, it to Vice or whatever. You don't break it up by nationality. No, Come it's on. the neighborhood, right? <laughs> district, it's not Chinatown. Yeah, it's like District 13, whether it's Chinatown or not. You're the precinct in charge of it. Asian unless Crimes unless Task Force. Downtown. There's an actual task force commission for Asian crime, Sam. Well, yeah, and they also they call Ronnie Cox chief. Like right. He's the chief of all police in <laughs> Southern California, and there's eight of them. Right. It's probably why there's so much crime going on. Asian crime. Um. So they take down this boat 
filled with cocaine, but it turns out it's not filled with cocaine. It's talcum powder. Yep. Oh, you blew it, Inspector Lee. But that's okay because they'll still talk to you and they won't talk to us because you speak Vietnamese. Right, right. So that's why you get to keep your job of Asian Crime Task Force because we couldn't deal with translation problems. Yeah, we didn't want to seem overtly racist while being overtly racist. Do you suppose they have a Canadian Crime Task Force? I doubt it. Sorry. Well, I, I I don't understand what you just said. We need to get somebody in here that can speak Canadian. Yeah. I'm sorry. That man's just too nice. I can't deal with him. <laughs> Bring in a pro. Um, and John Steele has grown up to be a... Uh, he works for the Department of Horse Management. No, it's the Bureau of Wild Horse Management. Oh, my God. And it's... Yeah. So this is another like. What does he do? Can you have a scene make less sense? Well, he pulls up to a horse auction with a trailer full of horses and a truck that says Bureau of Wild Horse Management. Then finds out that the horses have already been bought by dog food barons. <laughs> <laughs> Abe Froman, the yeah. sausage king of Chicago, and then frees the horses. With a run, shotgun, run free. run free horses, you wild horses I that I wrangled. Care about you so much, and then <laughs> the auctioneer's like, "You son of a bitch, you're fired." And I'm like, "You're <laughs> the Bureau of Wild Horse Management," because I'm pretty sure you're the auctioneer. What does the Bureau of Wild Horse Management do? They I am, round up wild horses. They manage the wild Why? horses. Why? So that they can run through town and knock kids off of their bicycles. Exactly. <laughs> There's no such thing as a guy who goes and gets wild horses, a government agency that just goes and gets wild horses and bring them some to an auction, and they're all going to the fucking dog food place. Yeah. I mean, come on, this is 1987. That That's your job is courier of dog food <laughs> ingredients. I don't think there's a federal agency that does this. No, I'm sure it would just fall under fish and game. Right. Like, oh, the horses are getting out of control. They're like, breeding like crazy. We got to bring their numbers down like they're fucking timber wolves or something. The horses are eating everybody's chickens. <laughs> they do cause damage, the wild horses, but it's not from eating chickens <laughs> because they're not, they're not, they don't like meat. I got to get a security system on my farm for all them damn horses to come here and trample my crops. Yeah, that's what they do. They trample the crops. And they eat your corn. Yep. Then you have a guy capture him, but it's not the John Steele of Bureau of Wild Horse Management. Uh, yes, I'm here for the horse wrangler interview. Uh, what's your what's your uh, qualifications? I shot some guys with knife guns. Yeah. Hired. Yeah. <laughs> How do you, uh, so you've dealt with horses? No, I was in the Green Berets. With horses? No, not at all. No, with the snake wrapped around my neck. Yeah, I have a, the snake is here. It's poisonous. Yeah. yeah. You're going to give me, that's how he got the job. He's like, you're going to give me this fucking job or this snake is going to bite you and you'll have three steps before you die. And so it's his first day on the job and this whole thing (laughs) happens and that guy that's like, dude, that guy fucking threatened me with a snake. I'm calling this auctioneer guy and telling him to fire John Steele and there's no problems with that because John Steele's an idiot. Yeah, and that auctioneers can fire federal employees. 
No questions asked. Okay. Well, I, you know why? I have a question. Okay. Sure. Why isn't the snake riding shotgun on the dashboard? The snake three-step is his bestie. They are tight. And he's not in the movie until the end again, pretty much. Well, he's in the bar scene. Yeah, he's in a bag in the bar. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm assuming that he was in the truck. Yeah. So why isn't the snake like riding shotgun on the on a, on the back on the of a dash, pony on the dashboard, like woohoo, doing some snake charming dances by the rearview mirror, wrapping himself up, hanging his tail down, letting it get into the air conditioner. They're cold blooded. They want to be warm. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> well, he would cook nice on the uh, dashboard. Just sprawled out. <laughs> three yeah. steak. You three, got cooked. Three snake. Del- or three steak. <laughs> three steak is uh, from yeah, a different movie. Yeah, different. Different thing entirely. Uh, All right. So he heads to the bar. He's jobless now because he got fired by an auctioneer. <laughs> uh, he heads to the bar and he gets fucking wasted. Sella Ward walks in. She's his ex-wife, and she's like, not this time, John. Then why the fuck are you here? Yeah. Uh, and they start making out, of uh-huh. course, because he has barf all over his shirt. He's just covered in sweat. <laughs> I think it's barf, man. She also did, like, a butt parade. Did you notice that, like, when she showed up? Like, yeah, she did a twirl. She did, like, do it, like three times, uh-huh. like, here's my butt again. <laughs> that, I mean, that always works. That's That's how I keep Justin. Walk out every morning, do a couple of twirls. There's my butt again. In your bathrobe. <laughs> my bathrobe. Do a couple of twirls. Your hair's all bedheaded. <laughs> Take a face plant into the... Like, I'm going to spin. <laughs> right into the closet. <laughs> Sexy. <laughs> That's how I know he still cares when he's like, oh my God, are you okay? And he tries to <laughs> Take you to the hospital out. every morning. Yep, she did it again. <laughs> she ran into a door. Yeah. No, really. She ran into a door, twirling and showing her butt. That's what I got, guys. I'm going to tape it. Yeah. I'm going to tape it just so you believe me. Um, then the cops come in, and they're like, we're taking you in, Buster. The auctioneer's here, and he says you're you're dastardly. Yeah, and they're like- That you shot a gun off in city limits. Yep. I don't think he did, because he was clearly on a ranch. It was at the horse auction. Yeah, and it's in the middle of town. The horses ran out into the middle of town and tried to trample a kid on a skateboard right, and no, a bicycle. Yeah, no, he's a he's a dangerous dangerous man. But uh, either way, that's a citation. Yeah, they write you a ticket for uh, that. They don't take you to prison, which is where he ends up. Yeah, he goes to fuck. He goes straight to the fucking pen. But well, I guess I guess he kind of needs to because him and Sella Ward do get in fist fight with the cops. Yeah, she doesn't end up going to jail though. No, she doesn't. So I guess maybe she uh, worked something out with. But it wasn't that good because it couldn't get him out. The DA. She the DA is a lady. Uh oh. Well, That's you hot can still, stuff. You can still Sarah Douglas out is the Sarah DA. Douglas, yeah. Yeah, she's on the time machine head list. Mm. Oh yeah. Well, especially with that bod from Flash Gordon. She was not in Flash Gordon. God damn it, Jackie. That was. Penny Appleton. No, it no. wasn't Penny Appleton. No, it was uh, Stephanie Springfield. Nope. Okay. I don't know what her name is. I don't know. It wasn't Sarah Damn it. She was I always the get these two women confused. I'm sorry. That show that had the guy that could turn into a cat and a bird. Right. And he was also a detective, I right. think. Yeah. Um, cut to the drug lab that Quan is operating uh, it turns out the talcum powder was cocaine. 
somehow. It's like they hardened cocaine and then like covered it in talcum yeah. powder. No, they make it. They use bad science to lie to us. Okay. But I guess what happens is is they turn it to talcum powder and then they turn it back to cocaine. Um I'm not sure. That seems pretty far fetched. But they also say that they fucked up and this is all poison. Yeah, now. this is all poison. And then he's like, Well, that's not our problem. We're still gonna sell it for the same price. Uh remember that Coke you bought from Gary? Uh yeah. Well it turns out I died from it. Yeah. Don't buy the Coke from Gary anymore. Gary died from it too. Yeah, he did. He Everybody died from it. The entire supply chain is dead. There's yeah. We're never going to move this next shipment. I mean, we'll move it, but it's going to be more problematic. Yeah, you can't sell poison when you're a drug dealer. I mean, well, you're you technically selling you, poison, but... You can if you do it to the right clientele. Like who? Streetwalkers, bums. So you're just vigilante justicing streetwalkers with poison cocaine? Well, anybody that's in that part of town. I mean, there's always a bad part of town, right? But you can't just murder all those people. Why? Because they're not going to come back. There'll just be dead people everywhere. You don't care about that because then you can go in and buy the real estate for cheap because it's a cocaine out. Brother, you are bad at crime. We have established that many times (laughs) and you are not allowed to be a drug kingpin at all. No, it doesn't matter if they're streetwalkers or bums or whatever because word gets fucking out that your product kills people. Not to mention it raises a lot of questions. Why are all these bums dying from fucking drinking Viper? Um you can't do it. You you got that's that shit goes in the bin, man. The bin. Trash bin. Bad drug trash bin. <laughs> Take it to the dump. Is, is that the the yellow bin or the green bin? That's no. the gold one. Is the it very or- shiny metallic gold one. Is it technically still organic matter? No, don't put it in the green bin. That's that's where the the mulch goes, Sam. Jeez, Louise. We don't want it to go into the mulch place. We want it to go where the bad drugs go. The, the is part it- of the dump that takes that accidentally good fertilizer poison no it's poison well, that's some... literally what goes in the bad drugs bin it's supposed poison. to just flush it you can't flush 800 tons of bad just coke. throw yes, it in the can. river <laughs> no it, it needs to go in the ocean that's that's the only yeah, place for it <laughs> fucking dolphins got real fucked up before they died or give it to phil phil loves still to put anything up his nose there we go <laughs> he could just do all of it Getting more of that bad coke. <laughs> you should be dead eight times. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't have a liver. Because um, that's what's affected. Yeah. If you don't have a liver, poison won't kill you. Because you're already dead. <laughs> or kidneys. Or, or any of it, yeah. Lungs or any of the inside bits. I'm more of a machine now than man. Um, Lee comes in and bails John out of prison because that's where he went uh and uh takes him home to his house and john's kind of a part of the family like he, lee's kid loves him he's like the uncle the wife is a little uh, tenuous about him because i think maybe he brings up some old feelings when he's around and he's a little unreliable I, but uh you know what at the at the end of the day he's got a good heart and he cares about the family sure she seems like she's way too old for her husband right yeah she also, the daughter is like 26. It doesn't make sense what they're doing with this kid. I, kid I use in very loose quotation marks. Is she 15? Is she 32? I just How don't know. How old is this person supposed to be? She, she, I think she's supposed to be 12, 
but she's clearly she's 26. She's clearly 26. <laughs> and there's some like, oh, Uncle John, you look really good with your no, shirt off. The way that they look at each other on camera, like, don't do that. That's good chemistry you guys have going, which in this scene is just creepy as fuck. I'm just waiting for the day. You sure in 18. She's like, I'm 26. Oh, well, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that and she's playing with a snake in one scene and uh-huh. with three step. Right. And it's really like, you know, she's like stroking the snake's head. And- How else do you pet a snake? I don't know. It was just creepy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't find snakes sexy at all. No. Remember, we talked about the sexy snakes, and it's disgusting. Yes. Uh, they shit and piss all over you. They smell really bad. They smell terrible. Uh, <laughs> smell like formaldehyde. It's so gross. It's like it's the reptile smell is its own thing. It's like you just there's no misplacing it for anything. You walk in, and you're like. Well, this person's got reptiles in here. I mean, is there is there people that like go into the reptile house in the zoo and they don't smell that and they're like, oh, these these are neat animals. What if they have reptiles themselves, they're probably nose deaf too. Yeah, it's like they're fucking chain smokers, and so they can't smell anything anymore. They're just nose deaf. Yeah, that's yeah. a good way of putting it. Ugh. Ugh, I hate going into the reptile house. It's like, oh, dude, I don't care if you got crocodiles. Let's get the fuck out of here. It smells terrible. Ugh. Uh, we should also note that Martin Cove's bath is immediately <laughs> soiled and the like the color of iced tea. I it is brown. I am led to believe that it's the first time he has bathed since the Nam. And that, you know, Lee shouldn't be like, hey, buddy, you're all right. He should come in and be like, yeah, shower is going to work better right now because your bath is already brown. Uh, I actually think the hose outside would work. Like that stuff they throw on you yeah. when you go to prison and you have to put in your butt crack and stuff. That's what he needs. It's like Ajax. He's that grody. <laughs> yeah. We need to just hit him with a bag of Ajax, hit him with the hose, and then let him take a shower. Right. Ugh. You're not even clean enough to get in the shower. His wife is going to be so fucking pissed when he gets out of there because you know it's, it's going to have a, a ring of, of just brown. Ring and then like butt prints where yeah. his butt is at that's still too dirty to get off. It's like, well, that's a lot of dirt. And then he just looks up and goes, there ain't no dirt in prison. <laughs> so you know it's poo. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a poo God. bath. And does anybody else think it's weird that his friend is just like kicking it in the bathroom with him? Uh, they're, they're, you know, they went to the nom, Jackie. They've seen each other's cocks a bunch of times. <laughs> What'd you do? <laughs> I guess. Well, I guess they were uh, police partners, too. Oh, there yeah. again. There again. Yeah. Like once was, yeah. Cops in nom. Just Total cock fest. The, wiener, <laughs> the big wiener show down there at the 17th precinct. Well, you know, it's how they raise money for charity every year. How the hell else am I going to hold an extra donut? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you bought donut holes. <laughs> yeah, I'll put those someplace else. So gun guys show up while he's taking his grody bath and and they blast everybody. Mm-hmm. They blast Lee uh, they blast the mom. They blast the grandma. The kids out getting groceries, I guess. I don't know when that happened, but they're getting gunned down mm-hmm. by these uh, mafia guys. Mm-hmm. And grandma's just sitting on the couch watching right. with a cigarette. And when she gets fed up with it, like she throws the cigarette, like I've had enough of you gunning down my family. <laughs> and then she throws a cigarette at them, so they gun her down. Leave, leave now. Like, I'm watching my soaps. Yeah. <laughs> 
quieter. <laughs> and they pull their bodies out into the street, and the main guy, uh, it turns out to be Quan's son later, is like, uh, this is how it works. If you fuck around with the cops, we'll mow you down and stuff. And all these people are like, come out here, come out here and look at this. Who are these people? They're the neighborhood. Right. But don't talk to the cop. Okay, well, we weren't ever going to because we don't know who the fuck you are or what you're up to. But now that you've shot a bunch of people and then drug them out to the street, we kind of have to talk to the cops. Yeah. Who? I mean, we, we don't just leave those bodies there. Somebody's going to show up and be like, hey, um, it's, it seems like there's bodies with bullets in them in yeah. your uh, a cul-de-sac. Um, what's up with that? No, they just call animal control. Oh, and animal control is like, well, this is a person. And then the neighborhood goes, nope, that's a fucking rat. And they're like, okay. So animal control shows up, right? So that none of the neighborhood has to talk to the police. And animal control is like, what the fuck? These are people. They're like, no, they're rats. I know. That's what I just said. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so then they, animal control is like, all right, you crazy old bat. Get the fuck out of here. Because you know that they're going to get like the oldest neighbor that they've got to deal with animal control. Okay. And so then they call the the animal control calls the police and then they have to bring the body bags. And then the police ask the neighbor, why are their bodies in your fucking cul-de-sac? And they say, I don't know. Call the Bureau of Wild Horse Management. <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good idea. Yeah. Can we do that right now? Which is ultimately what happens here. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I never think of. I should just not leave the office uh, because when I have to leave the office, I have to pull the donuts off of my cock and just pick up the phone and be like, hey. Office of Wildlife Management or Wild Horses Management. There's dead bodies in the street. Can you take care of that? I've got a donut on my dick. <laughs> We're on it. Like, we can't. We've we've learned your game. We also have donuts on our dicks. <laughs> We're not doing anything either. This is a stalemate. And we have horses, so we can fit a lot of donuts on a lot of dicks. <laughs> I don't. You'd have to get some big donuts. Yeah, and I'm not sure you'd want to eat a donut off of some other person's Pee-pee. Or a horse. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gross. Hey, man, I've been to Krusty uh, Donuts or whatever, or uh, Lard Lad Donuts. I think I'd still eat one of those donuts. <laughs> <laughs> They're that good. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, so the kid pulls up and she's like, Mommy, Daddy, and, and Grandma, you're dead. Oh, no. She doesn't give a shit about Grandma. Way to throw that <laughs> yeah, one in there. I, I, and Grandma. You know, there's an asterisk next to it. <laughs> um and John's like, oh, man, is something going on out here? Oh, my God, my friends have been shot. And yeah. he grabs a fucking Uzi and starts blasting away, but he doesn't get anybody. There's a bunch of real bad work that's happening here with everybody involved. You got the, the guy going, this is the family that we just killed, and we're going to you know do it to you if you're rats. And he doesn't go, there's this many of them beforehand. Like, mm -hmm. when he sees three of them, he's like, Where's the other one? That never happens. They themselves, the hitmen themselves don't ever really look in the bathroom for anybody else and find Martin Cove. And then the real bad job is, is that they talk about how it's triad territory. And so the detective in charge of the Asian task force doesn't know that he's living in the center of the triads black, territory. I thought they were the black tigers. tigers. Black tigers. Yeah. And the center of the Black Tires territory, tire, tires, the Black Tigers territory, it seems to just be like Del Boca Vista. 
Like, it's just a bunch of old Asian ladies it's that a, live there. <laughs> it's a cul-de-sac. Right? There's like eight houses there. Uh-huh. It's like, we got this on lockdown. Or like, are you... Sh- no dub? Really? Nobody other crime place cares about fucking Del Boca Vista, guys. Yeah. And then somebody yells, this is Elmer. You're looking for Sherman Street. That's the next one over. Ah, oh, fuck. God damn. Next time, let's just call an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> We're incapable of getting where we need to be. This is back when you had to use Rand McNally. Yeah. Maps. <laughs> the giant map book. Uh, where's Sherman Street? Atkins Guide. Was that what that thing was called? They had all the streets in the city. I they were know. expensive. Yeah, they were. But if you had like if you worked in the service industry, you had to have one. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that was a long time ago. Oh, God. I. You know what? I kind of feel sorry for the younger generation that probably don't understand how to read a map. No, or... At I mean, all because they live in the future. It's still a map on the, the internet. They just get data streamed into their brains. They Sixteen don't... megabytes of information <laughs> yeah. directly to their brains. All the young kids are now pretenders, Jackie. The, the TV show, not like the band or the actual definition of a pretender. Or the other song by Jackson Brown. Oh yes, I'm the great. Yeah, pretender. That's the platters. Okay. All right. Uh, Steel Justice is a movie that we're talking about today. We're only uh, halfway through it. Uh, so hurry a- up, get to the three a- steps. Anyways, Lee eventually dies in the hospital, and John's like, "I vow vengeance against you." And I know it was Quan because oh, he does know it was Quan because he sees the guy that ki- that kills Lee and everybody, and. He goes to Lee's funeral. He arrives late at Lee's funeral, his best friend's funeral, other than three-step. And another late arriver arrives too, Quan, with his son, who the daughter has also seen standing in the street and saying, this is what happens when you fuck with the Black Tigers. Yeah. And they, she he walks right up to her and he's like, I'm sorry about your father. And she's like, I don't. If your face looks really familiar, but I can't put my finger on where I've seen you before. Two days ago. Two days ago when you shot my father. Yeah. Whose funeral I'm currently at. Seems like uh, I should be able to draw a connection here. But fucking John Steele shows up and he draws the connection. He's like, that's the motherfucker that killed me. Dives tackles him. Gets his ass kicked. Gets his ass kicked. <laughs> And gets arrested. Yeah. And, and they're it, like, no, that's not the guy that killed Lee. That's Quan's son. Oh, so the son of the crooked general isn't the uh, murderer. Yeah, right. Perfect no, sense. That, why would you? I mean, clearly he can't be the murderer. He's the son of Quan, the yeah. crooked general. The crooked general, yeah. Just, and, and, you know, if Quan says he's okay, then he's okay. Yep. And we'll cut to the scene of the DA where now Sarah Douglas is in her only scene in the movie. Right. And she explains to them why eyewitnesses to murder no longer hold up in court. Right. <laughs> She's got two of them. The other one's being a bit of a dummy right yeah. now. But she literally has two eyewitnesses with no motive to lie at all. Well, then again, they have... 20 witnesses that say that he was in the board meeting with his father who have complete motivation yeah. to lie. when 20 witnesses show up and say we saw this guy not do it then the da goes oh so he's the one that did it because i didn't even ask yet i think i'll take this because <laughs> <laughs> she didn't even ask you she's like we already know that they are denying this and she even tells him your case sucks 
I'm not the one that makes a case. You're the fucking DA. It's your case. Yeah. Jackass. Yeah. <laughs> You're fired. Go work at the Bureau yep. of Wild Horses Management. <laughs> That's what you're qualified for. She also is unqualified to handle her own briefcase. Right. She has the worst time getting this thing closed and around the corner of the desk. God damn you, Halliburton! She ends up, like, slamming it and then grabbing it with both arms and running past him like she's got a football. <laughs> um. So they instead arrest him for assault or whatever or just some frame job. Or I for assault. For assaulting yeah. the son at the funeral. Right. And... Quan's like, oh, yeah, you try to kill my son? Well, I'm going to send in some of my guys into prison to kill you with the knife that you knife gunned me, your knife gun knife. And this is actually like the first time he goes to prison. Now he's really just in a holding cell. Mm -hmm. But they allow knives with hitmen in holding cells. Right. They just let him walk right in. Right. With a knife. And they get in a huge prison cell fight, uh, and it ends with Steel kind of beating them up a little bit. Like, he gives one guy a knee in the back, and he just goes down. Yeah. And the other guy gets stabbed by the other guy on accident, so he's down, leaving John Steele with a bunch of guys being like, yeah, that was awesome, dude. Nice fucking prison fight. Ow, why are you punching me in the face? And this is the beginning of where this movie just like punches people out effortlessly. (laughs) It's so lazy. The punches that knock people out from here on out for the rest of the movie. You're like, really? That guy's knocked out? He's knocked out. He probably didn't even say ow. No, no. But John starts playing some sweet chin music and uses the opportunity of this to uh, bust out. a. He, everybody's unconscious and the guard comes in. What? Duh, and John punches him right in the face, knocks yeah. him out, steals his keys, steals his clothes. Yeah. And goes and finds Bernie Casey. Bernie Casey, yeah. Who is Lee's cop partner. Yep. And then a woman comes up with a file. <laughs> And he's like, I'm not the file person. Get out of here. And so she's like shell shocked by it. So she walks halfway down the hallway and then just sets the file on a table and wanders off. Like, I guess that's not going anywhere. It appears that they're in the break room. Yeah. Uh, And I don't know why Bernie Casey's at the prison. Uh, he's a detective. Well, this is the holding or the, the jail, but he's a detective. He yeah. still doesn't go down there. He's just hanging out, you know, at the uh, the Los Angeles jail uh, break room. Sure. And she comes in with the fucking file and hands it to a man wearing a suit and tie. Of course, he's not the file guy because you're not even in the file fucking room. No, it was probably something important that she he asked her for. And then she tried to give it to him, and he yelled at her. So she's like, you know what? Wait a second. Fuck you. Hopefully you find this. I'm going to leave it right here. Uh, You know what that is, Sam? Huh? It's the steel dossier. Oh. (laughs) It looked like a manila folder to me. It gets treated about as well as the steel dossier. (laughs) Well, that's where that goes. Um, so now he's using him to, they've teamed up. It's a kidnapping team up. Yeah. Basically like these guys are bad. You're going to help me. I'm not going to help you. You're a bad guy too. Oh yeah. Well, come along with me. All right, fine. I'll help you. That's how that goes. And Bernie Casey already knows that Ronnie Cox is like 
unchained John yeah, Steele. Right, right. I just unleashed him on these guys. And he's like, that's a dick move. A danger force of one. Yeah. Just give him a badge and it'll be legal, I guess. Sort of. Cut to my absolute favorite part of this movie. A fucking music video? I thought this was a tough guy movie. Oh, and the dudes they have dancing in this video are so ugly. But everybody's ugly, Jackie. Oh, the the main <laughs> singer lady was like, She's oh. not ugly. She just does this thing with her face that she just looks confused. I'm pretty sure she was pretty tough to look at. It wasn't What she was doing wasn't helping things. Let's no, just say that. No, she does not belong on MTV because her music stinks and her visuals stink. And she's not a good dancer. And she stinks. She just stinks all around. This is one of the biggest piles of suck that I've ever seen. It's real bad. The first time you watch this movie, when this happens, you're like, wow, that sucks. And you expect it to stop. No, you're getting the whole music you video. You get the whole fucking music video. And it's it's shot like a music video. Yeah. There's things happening around it that are in that are uh, uh, part of the movie. Like, guys are loading up with guns. They're going to go kill cammy i guess the kid daughter yeah. who's at the music video with sell award for some reason i don't fucking know what she's doing there i don't even know why they know each other yeah apparently this kid's not in school because you well, never see this yeah you never <laughs> see this this kid uh in any kind of schooling uh-huh yeah I don't, I don't know what she's doing there but like there's it's like there's clips of people doing stuff that just could have been in a music video for the fucking soundtrack of this yeah. movie it's it's crazy awesome and so bad 80s crap i mean it's, it's just drippy one guy's shitty 80s crap got like a broom yeah right and he's like twirling a broom and then drops it and you're like what when you think dancing sucks this is like the thing that confirms every one of your suspicions uh-huh, uh-huh. you see it and you're like wow it's so stupid <laughs> someone had to come up with this that's stupid <laughs> And John comes sliding in skid stop and is like, we got to get Cammy out of here. Everybody get down. And then the fucking Black Tiger gang. Yeah. In Black Dotsons. Yeah. Right. Right. Have showed up up and they've got guns and they just start blasting aimlessly at everybody. And this is the second time through on this. I thought it was funnier the second time. There's this gunfight happening, and then it cuts to a shot of the daughter in the window. She's like, hi, Uncle John. (laughs) She's like jumping up and down, like, hi, how you doing? And she's like right in the window. There's a fucking gunfight happening. I got Orange Julius, Uncle John. Yeah. Like, there's a gunfight, stupid. Little busy. (laughs) We'll meet up later. She's like taking a selfie. Right. Uh, it's so nice today. Uh, Gunfire. <laughs> Gunfire behind me. Might delete later. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so the gunfight does spill into the mall where she's at, of course. And uh, it should be noted that Al Young, or I believe it's pronounced Al Young, the uh, ninja henchman from almost every movie with the yeah. uh, balding guy with the sweet mustache. And the long hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he dies twice. He, he gets shot in the fucking chest with a shotgun. He's dead. And then comes back and shoots at John Steele with a blowgun? A blowgun. <laughs> yeah, he... he in There's no other way to describe it in that he resurrects with a blowgun. 
He's like, I'm alive again, and I've got a blowgun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he just hits him with one of those cheap plastic darts that you get with those $20 blowguns. Uh-huh. Probably and still hurt like hell. You don't feel them at all. No, they're, the tip is way too small. Yeah, um, but he's like, immediately knows, oh, this is poison. I know exactly what to do with poison. So he jumps through a window. Right. Into the... Uh, Lunch cart? The, the It looks like the morning breakfast buffet that you right, get. That free continental breakfast. They have at malls? I think it was the craft services for the music video, right, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. I thought they were at a hotel. No, it's a fucking they mall. They said it was a hotel. Really? But yeah. I don't think it is a hotel. I should know where this is. I think it's the LA Convention Center or huh. buy it, but that stupid um, zebra stripe driveway in the palm trees give away the location. Yeah. Of this, and I can't for the life of me remember what building that is. Huh. I don't know either. Uh, anyway, so he sucks out the poison and then puts a hot pan on the wound. So he's okay. But I guess he's not okay because they take him back to Sella Ward's house and they're like, we just got to keep him alive. Well, I think he's just tired. We just got to keep him alive while he takes a nap. Because he hasn't, like, really <laughs> okay. slept good. That, I, I think that's the goal of basically anybody. We got to keep him yeah. alive while they're taking a nap. But we don't need to talk about it. I mean, we just don't hit him with a frying pan. Because if you really I mean, think about what's happened here, he loses his job at the Bureau of Wild Horse Management, uh-huh. gets shithoused, gets thrown into prison. Twice. Only... Really gets to sleep for a little bit before Lee picks him up, brings him to the house. He tries to take a nap in the bath, but then an attack happens and uh-huh. he has to get in a gunfight. Right. By the time he's arrested again, he doesn't get to sleep because assassins show up. So this is the first time he's gotten a chance to take a nap in like two days. <laughs> and so now he's all rested up. So it's time for a fucking training montage. Kind of. He has to like montage. wake up the rest of the way by... <laughs> Sitting with his bummer face in a swing set. Hey, man. How you with feeling? this pink sweater tied around his neck like a yuppie, the yeah, typical um, 80s yuppie. Yeah, he looks like such a doofus. And I'm like, why do you have that sweater on? <laughs> Just sit there with no shirt on. Because I got news for you, buddy. That isn't keeping you warm or generating heat in any sort of way. You just <laughs> look like an 80s butthole. Yeah, and his training montage implies that no time passes during the montage itself, which is the point of a montage, Yeah, is to cram a lot of things in a short period of time to uh, give us the feeling that a lot of time has passed, and he's worked really hard. He seriously goes for a jog. Yeah, he's like jogging, and he does some things where he's like trying to sprain his own ribs (laughs) and uh, maybe sprain his neck, and then it cuts to shots of uh, Sella Ward and the daughter, and they're like seriously just what they were doing before it's like one of them has a glass of milk uh-huh. cuts to his training montage cuts back only 10 percent of the milk has been drinking <laughs> that's how time is passing in this montage and then the montage is over and leading us to believe that he seriously went out and worked for 30 minutes at most and now he's ready for I action i think he just spazzed out for about <laughs> six minutes <laughs> Because they hadn't eaten their dinner all the way yet. I don't think it was 30 minutes. Yeah, she's like, the daughter's to sell a word like, this is his workout routine? And she's like, yeah, this guy's just got good genetics because that's not going to do anything for you. So he busts into a tiger bar, a a black tiger bar, and gets the information from them after running them over with his truck after they came in the balls. So now he knows where 
the warehouse is that all this drug business happens at. Um, so now he's teamed up with Cammy to take down the Black Tiger Gang. Yeah, he's, he's like bringing her along on stings. I used to well, work. somebody's got to be in charge of three step. Um, why can't it be him? Why can't it be three step? Seems like three steps pretty competent. I mean, he was lookout one time. He's been in a bag for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was in a bar fight. Right. I don't know why you bring a 12 to 26 year old <laughs> child with you <laughs> to a sting operation at all because you're like, I got to keep you safe. All right, let's. Go get you killed. Stay here next to these explosives. Yeah. Where's the safest place? In front of that gun. They'll never expect it. Actually, just going to shoot you at a, out of a cannon at the enemy. They'll never expect that. They won't see you coming. They won't see you coming. You're gonna... um, I'm pretty sure they don't need to. <laughs> Okay, so then he busts into an army base and steals a fucking truck full of special weapons. Like, the R&D department of the army, he's got the fucking future guns. Yeah, it's just a shotgun it's with a big a magazine. Right, yeah, it's not and future then weapons. Because later he's going to have a bullshit tank. Right. But that doesn't fit in that the back of that fit truck. in the back of the fucking cargo truck. <laughs> and it's not the truck. So where'd he get that? I don't know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we cut to Quan. We have to mention this, even though it's not pro- plot it's relevant. One of the most relevant things about this movie <laughs> is that it cuts to Quan. Being a villain. He's just villainy. And he's like Donald Pleasant's villainy. Uh-huh. And he's wearing a blue nightgown. <laughs> A ladies' nightgown. It's an, it's an old lady moo-moo. It's a fuck. It looks like an old lady's nightgown but it's got the cut around the neck uh-huh it's wide and it's got the two side cuts for the legs uh-huh up to the knee that you know that this is a lady's garment it's a lady's garment not it's supposed to be like <laughs> oh look at how asian this man is <laughs> like he's like fucking steven seagal or something Wearing, oh, he's in America wearing Asian clothes. No, it's a old lady. It's something you find at the thrift store they're, today. They're grandma pajamas. <laughs> grandma pajamas. But he's stoked to have it on. Oh, man. He's, he's letting his balls hang out. I mean, I, if I was man, I'm, I'd be like, yeah, nice silk old lady pajamas. Kick around in those. Drink champagne. You know what? Jake's got a point. I might try it. <laughs> just going to. Be like, all right, oh, silk is nice. Breezy. Then just, you know, hold important meetings like J. Edgar Hoover in lingerie or right, something, exactly. right? exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what fucking Quan does. He threatens some guys while wearing a lady's bathrobe <laughs> and then goes to Shannon Tweed's fucking pool and is like, are we ready to make the drugs deal while wearing a lady's bathrobe? And it, it implies that he's going to bone down on her, too. Right. And she's like... That's my nightgown. <laughs> Have you been in my closet? That's weird. Actually, that's not even my closet. That's my grandma's closet. Ah, oh, so weird. Um, I I'm pretty much sold on this idea now. I think we need to have a moo moo party. Oh yeah, moo moo party. I'm out. Fun. Okay. <laughs> that one went down pretty fast. Hard pass. Well, that and I mean, could you imagine the skeeter bites you would get on your private bits? Um, because it's just a. A really thin silk gown, right? So the mosquitoes are going to go after your meatiest bits. 
I think you just declared that if you're going to wear a muumuu, you're just going to go all the way commando. You're not going to wear anything else. I probably would have worn underwear. Yeah, oh. yeah, I might wear some skivvies. Um, oh, anyways, okay. we gotta, we gotta, we gotta wrap this movie up. Um, the big deal is going down at his warehouse, and but the drugs have been replaced with talcum powder, and they're like, wait, what the fuck was going on here? And John Steele has done that, but then he's like, you want your drugs? Here's your fucking drugs. And then just jumps, drops them down from the ceiling. So there's the drugs. There's a lot of Batman villaining here. Right, but it's unnecessary. No. He but- didn't, like, take the drugs someplace and or, like, put them in the ocean or turn them into the cops. He's just like, ha, 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 tricked you momentarily. Yeah, just long enough to get these doors closed, I guess. I guess. And then he's, like... I'm in here, like yelling, and no one right, knows where it's right. coming from. Yeah, and he is Batmaning. Later on, that's going to happen to him. It just like at the end of the movie, they decided to do the, everybody does this yeah. for a while. Man, Batman's sweet. Let's do that Batman yeah. thing. Can't see him. Don't know where he's at, but his voice is coming. How dare you be in my city? Where are the drugs? Where are the drugs? What kind of drugs? So after he locks him in this, their you know tomb of death, this warehouse that has really. Heavy duty doors. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He now has his bullshit tank. Yeah, he's got an and, APC, and he's shooting people with <coughs> what looks to be a Vulcan minigun. Uh huh. And they're going, "Ow, hey, oh, oh, ah. This is a gun that will actually. You, they can't find the pieces of Did you. Did you see the end of Rambo Four? Yeah, that's what this gun does. Yeah, it's not. It's an anti-material gun. So when you use it against personnel, it's bad. Yeah, it's real bad. Oh, <laughs> ouch. He got me. Uh. <laughs> All right, get to the best part. <laughs> that is the best part. No, it's not. Okay. Um, so he's blasting fools. And uh, the son makes this deal with the general who's there. The, the I fucking... guess that's the double cross has yeah, been revealed. And yeah. You're sort of the first time you see this, you're like, is this a double cross? Because I kind of don't even really know what's going on I, in this movie. I don't even really know who this guy is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was at the army base. Was he at the beginning of the movie? I don't know. Yeah, he was at the beginning okay, of the movie yeah. as well. Well, he knows John Steele sort of, but he's like, I'll pay you $100,000 to fucking stop him in this APC. So he comes out with a fucking grenade launcher, an RPG. And gardening gloves. And gardening gloves. And, <laughs> and a, a welder's fucking, hat. Yeah, welder's hat. And shoots the APC but there's zero damage done to the APC. He misses and hits a pillar. Right. And then John Steele just gets out of it. Right. Why? Like $100,000 is that's what I get. Yeah. Man, that was a bad deal. What's how much those RPGs cost? Probably then I'll buy the RPG and I will do the shooting of yeah. the RPG. Yeah. I mean, why do you get to shoot the RPG? I want to shoot the RPG. Because he brought sweet. his gardening gloves. Oh, I don't have gardening gloves. I don't even think you could pull the trigger on anything wearing gardening gloves. <laughs> <laughs> have to be a pretty big finger hole. Um, If anybody's ever shot an RPG, let us know. If, if you've uh, done it in gardening gloves, uh, we'll send you something. Yeah. Okay. Um, we won't send him anything. <laughs> uh, little card that says, I'm glad you're still alive. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> okay, so he gets off the fucking tank, and the kid comes up and is like, he's not over here. It's just this fucking snake, implying that nothing damaging happened at all because a snake is just sitting on top of this thing. Yeah. It's not just any snake. Well, it's, yeah, it's three-step. Three step. And three step finally does his fucking job. 
You bite somebody, and yeah. then fucking Batman comes back. Right. One! So if he hadn't counted, or if he hadn't taken the three steps, would the son have died if he just stood there? Or like, uh, I can't move, uh, bring me a wheelchair. That's just what he has He's to do. He probably just dies anyway. Right, so... Yeah, but you have to do the three steps. Because it's cool. Yeah. It's like Batman. And he gets to call it out, and then the guy falls over and dies, and, he, and the general guy is like, what the fuck, that's supposed to be a pet! <laughs> it is a pet. It is a pet. It just kills people too. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like pets. You let your twenty-six-year-old niece play with that. <laughs> <laughs> so then he gets in a high noon standoff with the general. Yeah, and wins. Uh, goes. Uh, uh, turns around and Quan has brought in Cell Award as a hostage. Like, hey, I got your wife, and he's like, I don't care. He shoots her. He fucking shoots the hostage. Yeah, he shoots with a them shotgun. Both through a wall. Through like, a wall. Huh. I didn't expect that to happen. I don't think they made it. No. And then she's like under some rubble. She's like, eh, I can't believe you shot me. And he's like, oh, just a riot beanbag. And it's like, yeah, but it hit her hard enough to knock her through a wall. And she went through a wall. And then she's the wall landed. Not on her. okay. If you get hit with a riot gun beanbag, you, it's it's not lethal. Guess what? <sighs> But you got to go to the hospital. It's not lethal if you're far enough away from it to not be lethal. That's the right, problem is yeah. that inside 20 yards, that thing can take a rib through your heart. Yeah, right. Exactly. It, it's a rib cracker. It will fucking shatter ribs like nobody's business. But you got to go to the hospital. Yeah. Um. No, she's not okay. I can't believe you shot me. Um, where are we? Uh, they go outside. They get chased through the sewers, katana fight, and blah blah blah. They end up on this roof, and Quan's like, "Uh, die!" But then John pushes him off the railing while also pulling the pin on his grenade. Explodes Quan midair. Yeah, villainy done. There is actually a third, uh, a third participant in this fight. Oh yeah. The railing uh -huh. actually stops both of them dead in their tracks in the middle of the fight for no reason. You're right. Like, they both just sort of hit the railing like, oh, no, <laughs> the railing <laughs> X factor. And then John doesn't go to jail for the crimes that he's done. He steals he a police car. He, in fact, gets offered a job and then says no to it and then steals a police car and still doesn't go to jail no. ever. He is wanted by everyone. There's going to be a military tribunal. He's going to Gitmo bad. That's how deep he is in. He is actually a fucking domestic terrorist. Yeah, he's. It would. It Not would if take he returns us all that stuff. No. Oh, here you go. Here, here's back to your I, stuff I stole. Only, <laughs> Army. I, you should try that. See how it goes for you, Jackson. I only borrowed all of these weapons and used all the ammunition <laughs> right. to create well, the largest disaster the LA's ever seen. Uh huh. Uh, in the name of vigilante justice. Yeah. Yeah. And the Vietnamese are now no longer going to get a state of the art thirty-five million dollar hospital because right. they killed Quang. Yeah, I, I kill. I blew up the the number one guy for that. Well, he could have. His money could have already been in play there. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Not. I mean. Yeah. I mean. I guess if the city already has the thirty-five million. Fuck him. Well, case closed. It seems like everything worked out for everybody, except for all these body parts everywhere. And I guess Shannon Tweed's just still at his house. Right. <laughs> She's like, have a ride. You know, it turns out that uh, these bathrobes are nice. They're very, they're very flowy and airy. Yeah. It feels nice on my skin. 
You just can't wear, if it's really silky, you can't wear it and silk sheets. You'll just slide right off of that bed. Yeah. Just shoot out of it like a, like a, yeah. Questions. So at the end, she says he, he has all he needs, right? The wife does. Uh huh. I got, he doesn't need to work for you. He's got everything he needs right here. So is she just going to support his ass and he's just going to sit there and drink beer? Yes. Yeah. That's what she's decided. Cause she said she wasn't going to do it anymore, but she's like, I guess I got to do it. And now we've got a 26 year old kid and a snake. Still. Okay, so this leads into my my only other question here. Okay. How long before she kicks his ass out for getting all sweaty up on a couch mm-hmm. and ruining it? Um, well, here's what happens. Uh, instantly, he gets too sweaty and ruins the couch. She comes in, but she doesn't know it's sweaty because he's been sitting there the entire time. So there's just this body-shaped sweat stain underneath. And she's like... Um, so I was thinking about having uh chicken breast for dinner tonight, but then fucking three step bites her and she fucking dies because three step is the most deadliest snake on the planet. You can't have this fucking snake and you can't be like, Hey, Hey snake. Um, don't bite these two. I like them. Only bite the bad guys. No, the snake bites everybody. The snake is actually jealous of this new life that they've oh, created yeah, he together. Live a solid word. He hates that bitch. Yeah. And he's like, do you remember fucking 12 years ago when you kicked our asses out after we got shot in the ass. That's what's what's three steps. Says to yeah. Her. yeah. And he's like, take this bitch right in the face. Yep. No, she doesn't make it. She doesn't have time to kick his ass out, Jackie. Or she comes in and walks in on him and, and the 26 year old daughter doing it. Cause it's uh, the way they look at each other. It just leads me to believe yeah. that's where it's going. That's, yeah. That's uh, kind of what I was thinking too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sam question. I don't really have any questions you know on this one. I don't one. either. It's kind of it, weird. It's well, it answers the very few that it asks on its own, right? I guess. Other than the whole movie, like I don't get any of it. But yeah, okay. There's either a million or there's zero. I don't think I really need to get any yeah. of it. But uh, I'm just saying that my favorite part of this movie was any scene that Three Step was in. Yeah, yeah. You come for Three Step. I mean, Three Step's a big deal. That's what got us in on yeah. the first time watching this. Is is Three Step totally? And notice, I was like, what the fuck is that snake? Noticing the shots, because I was trying to watch the shots this time around it, that he's in, mm-hmm. and every time he's doubled around Martin Cove's neck, so I feel like he couldn't be in the movie as much, because every time he was in the movie, he was just strangling Martin Cove. <laughs> yeah, because you can see him getting, like... <laughs> he's constricting. Yeah. Martin Cove's face is like, I am being strangled by a snake. Yeah. It's a king snake. It's not like... Those can squeeze really hard. Right. Yeah, it's pretty... Uh, three steps awesome. Uh, final recommendations on this, guys. We'll start with you, Jax. I'm going to give it a deal. Okay. Come for the three-step. Yeah. Yeah. That's it? That's that, all you got to say? That's it. I liked it. Okay. Sammy? Uh, it's a mega do. This is such bullshit. It's so silly. Even when uh, it came out, the uh, Times, I think, was like, this is one of the greatest moments in unintentional comedy. When it was new. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's saying something. Um, <coughs> I also give this a do. Um, I like this movie. I liked it less the second time, to tell you the truth. Um, But it is the buttest of butt movies. I mean, the fucking guitar constantly at 80s. It's as butt as you can butt. He's got feathered hair and a pink sweater. He's 80s. He's 80s butt. All the tough guy lines, like... 
Uh, you can't bring that attitude in my district, Buster. Oh, yeah? Maybe your district needs a little toughness in here. You take that attitude to the trash. I mean, it's just yeah. it's fucking Robert Hamburger script to butt guitar riffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sweet. And it's got hovercrafts mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. people realize that they're cool other than you can't steer or stop. Right. Um, so, yeah, it's a do for me as well. That's three do's for Steel Justice. Got to move on to some streaming do's and don'ts, starting with a uh, movie starring uh, Cynthia Rothrock. I don't know why we're on a Cynthia Rothrock kick again. Because it seems like we always do that. We yeah. do like three Cynthia Rothrocks in a row. What happens, I think, is is that anytime you watch a Cynthia Rothrock movie, mm-hmm. you've given it a bunch of time. And you watch it and you go, oh, shit, these are really safe if you don't know what you're going to. And so you end up watching a couple of them after that, too, because you're like, I don't know what I'm going to watch. Like, oh, shit, I'm just going to watch another Cynthia Rothrock movie. These are always safe picks because they're, you know, fun to watch. Mm. On Amazon Prime, Sworn to Justice from 19. This is a 90s 90s, Rothrock, right? Early 90s. 90s, I think. Um, not always. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's mid 90s Rothrock. So probably peak Rothrock. Yeah. Um, and she's, I don't know, is she a detective or just a karate lady or a no, real estate she's agent? Like a fucking, she's an architect. Or yeah, she's like an architect. She's got a really mundane job, but she's also kung fu artist. She's an architect. So this is actually just like fucking Death Wish. Pretty much. With Rothrock. Right, right, yeah. Only more exciting. Baddies come in, kill her sister and her sister's kid. And so she's sworn to justice. Yeah. And goes on a tirade while also she's a psychic, too. That's the other kicker about this thing. It's not just that she's a kung fu master. Yeah, that's right. She's also a psychic. Yes. And a lawyer. And Oh, she was a lawyer? She's a lawyer? Okay. okay. All right. Um, it's just a very weird twist on a, on a fucking kung fu movie. The lady kung fu artist is also uh has flashbacks about who these people are that are killing their sister. Yeah, and she's able to like when she touches something that's mm-hmm. been involved with a crime, she sees all of it, and it's like the first time, couple of times you're like, oh my god, this is gonna be this weird mechanic for the film to like solve these crimes, but she doesn't really solve them so much as just run over quickly and kill that person. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. I super like Sworn to Justice. Yeah, Sworn to Justice was a good time. Um, it's one of the few times... I will be honest, this is the first time I think I've ever seen her topless. And she's got some... Those are really fake boobs. Yeah, they're really fake boobs. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought she was just naturally busty for a karate lady. Nope, she got bolt-ons. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, she has this affair, this love affair with this doofus. No, it's the guy from uh, Never Surrender. No Never, Retreat, no, no, no Surrender? Yeah, it's the guy yeah. from No Retreat, No Surrender is uh, the boyfriend. And this. he sucks so bad. And he's the least likable bust dude yeah. ever. And he's always taking his shirt off right. for fights. But right. then he has like tapered leg dad jeans uh-huh. on. I just want to know if that's a real thing for karate people. Like... Hold let's, on, hold on, guys. We gotta take our shirts off. Well, like let's let's do some karate fighting, and we'll show each other our sweet karate moves, and then you'll want me. Oh, oh, oh! This is a seduction approach. Yeah, because that's how this scene plays out. It right? is. Yeah. yeah. Show yeah. me. I'll show you yours if you show me mine. Yeah. Or something. I don't know. I already just. Uh, there's probably not a lot of karate on karate instructor. I mean, it's, you know... It's, I guess there's a lot of mixed 
company and karate classes now. So maybe know. that is like a thing. You're like, oh, I really like that guy's moves. I want to jump on his boner. Right. Somebody also, if you've ever shot an RPG or if you've ever been a karate instructor and then had a love affair with another karate instructor. Because that clicks. Let us know how it shakes out. Yeah, that, that shit happens with most sports. Like that weird clicky sexy thing mm. where like you're the playing basketball or whatever, and then, like, some girl on the girls' basketball team is like, I gotta get with that guy, because he's good at basketball, too. It's like uh, it's like when you uh, enter into a dangerous situation, and one of the hostages happens to be a lady that's uh, up on the top of Nakamani Tower, yeah. and you go in there with bare feet and a gun, and you start blazing fools, and you gotta, like, grab onto her and parachute down using some wife, guy's though. liver and as a parachute that you strung up and uh then you reach the bottom and you plant one on her and you're like this isn't gonna work out but let's go bang that type of high tension that's what sex. you say at the end because yeah. you're married and die hard oh, i'm not talking I, oh that's what i did oh uh, when i was in my 20s that was before he met me i i don't what's this die hard thing oh yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, make a do for our sworn to justice. Yeah. <laughs> cool stuff. Uh, next up, uh, another Cynthia Rothrock. Cynthia Rothrock uh, and Chuck Jeffries from Hawkeye fame, the guy that's uh, not Eddie Murphy, but totally Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And directed by Godfrey Hall. You're not oh. fooling anybody, Godfrey Ho. We know it's you. We got to I need to. <laughs> In hope and glory. Honor and glory, sorry. We need to get some documentation on this guy at some point like somebody needs to get the paperwork on godfrey ho before he dies because he's like 85 uh -huh, right now right somebody needs to get to the bottom of this guy and it hasn't happened it should be like the internet's mission is to get the notes on what godfrey ho actually did where all this shit came from because it would be fascinating this is a weird one because despite what jackie's about to say now i'll go ahead and declare i fucking loved this movie i thought it was rad as shit um whether you like it or not is kind of irrelevant because this is the most competent movie I've ever seen made by Godfrey Ho. Sure. It is from start to finish, just one movie yeah. that never loses itself on side projects. The plot, it's point A to B to C. Three acts, all the fucking storytelling staples that you do, Shakespearean, whatever, and he did it. I was like, holy crap. And it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pile of fucking trash. But I, I absolutely loved it. Jackie did not. No. Why didn't you <clears throat> like Hope and Glory? Well, I like the one scene. Honor where the, and Glory. I don't know why he's <clears throat> calling it that. I like the one scene where the news reporter mm -hmm. kicks the soda can into the other lady's face. Yeah. Uh, the whole plot revolves around Cynthia Rothrock and her sister, uh are kung fu ladies and one of them happens to be a news reporter who is a kung fu lady i liked that part everybody yeah. but then after that i couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on because it's a godfrey ho movie there's nothing going on jackie but that everything's guy, happening. everything's happening and there's no plot at all that needs to matter even though i just said that he does that what i mean is that godfrey ho's version of a plot is that he didn't forget who these characters were. Sure. He follows Cynthia Rothrock and her sister around with a camera while they go beat up people. And that's the plot. He'll remember <laughs> that he needs to blow up the ninja tape at the end. Right. Or ninja tape, depending on who's doing the voiceovers. And then there's this villain who is this muscle head 
who has no neck and can't walk in through doors because his fucking arms or shoulders are too big. And he's at a 13 the entire freaking time. And he's a hilarious. His eyes are too big. Like he's yeah. trying to be too intense. He's always making the, I'm a villain face. Um, and he kills guys in the dumbest way possible. And then at the end, it's of course a two ladies versus one muscle head takedown. Sure. And it's, man, I, I this is everything that sucks and everything that I like in a dumb Godfrey Ho movie. Totally do from me. Jackie? Don't. Don't. It's boring. Yeah, I don't think Godfrey Ho is for you. I think Which you, is too bad. Yeah. I think that Godfrey Ho is actually one that infects you. Mm-hmm. The more you get, the more you like. And it's like, not because it's any better than the last one. It's just that it's deformed your brain. Enough that you think it's good. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> it's an acquired taste. Because I've now had enough Godfrey Ho that I think it's just the most fascinating stuff. You and it's garbage. used to hate Godfrey I Ho. I did. But you it, would say, no, don't watch it. It's a Godfrey Ho movie. It's just going to be unviewable. And I'm like, really? Because I've liked a lot of Godfrey Ho that I've seen. Like, I got hooked on Godfrey Ho because he baited me in with his shark movies I, sure. I i was in the shark movies super much like can't stop watching shark movies and then i realized i watched like six godfrey ho movies during yeah. that shark thing like oh they were all the same guy i'm in and then uh just slowly warmed up the ninja ones aren't the way to start and that's where i started but what sucks about that is i actually because you can't tell them apart yeah. Ninja ones, especially you end up watching them like twice and you'll be halfway through. And you're like, I remember this one and you always like it better the second time. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Uh, so do from me on everything. Godfrey Ho. Last but not least, Sam and I watched a movie called Shanghai Joe on Amazon Prime as well today. Starring nobody that I. Oh, uh, Klaus Kinski. Klaus Kinski. Barely. Yeah. A, and Chen Li. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Asian karate guy a, Shaolin guy comes to the United States in the old West movie. I think we'd have to, we should sell it as what it is. It's a spaghetti Western Kung Fu movie. I, I don't know if it's a spaghetti Western. Um, it is. Well, I guess it technically is a spaghetti Western, but it doesn't have that feel of a spaghetti. It Western. had all the all of it was there. I guess it just had a Kung Fu guy in it. Yeah. It's just, it's a, a weird mix. Oh, uh, I've seen this movie before. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, in fact, Jackie Chan was in. It's called Shanghai Nights. But the the Asian guy, Shanghai Noon, was the first one. Comes to fucking the old west and kicks a bunch of ass is not an unfamiliar concept sure. to me. But uh, yeah, this one I liked a lot. I did too. I did too. There's I didn't love it, but I liked it. There's it's weird. Mm. It's weird. It's no, pretty weird. The <laughs> it's pretty ah! damn racist. Oh, it's super racist. But that's kind of the point. It, yeah, it actually is super unracist because it's pointing out like yeah. all of these problems with American racism. So that I'll give it a little tip of the cap for that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but the weirdness to me was that like it tried to do these other karate like sounds, and that they didn't do well at all. Like his, it sounds like he's pooping. Yeah, right. Every time he jumps, he makes this. It's like whereas like Bruce Lee makes. Yeah, fight sounds when he's fighting, not necessarily when he's jumping. Or you got the guy from Dragon Ball Z that goes ah when he's running. This guy only goes pooping sounds yeah. when he jumps, <laughs> and he flies too. 
he can actually fly. And then right. when he just like pulled the guy's eyes out of his head, it was like, oh my god, there's so many so unnecessary and, <laughs> and un- awesome and unexpected. You're like, right. whoa, why did he do that? But yeah, there's a scene where this everybody wants to kill Shanghai Joe because he's got a bounty on his head because well he's a horse thief. I mean, yeah. he stole horses. He did. You can't do that. Um, that's the thing. There's a reason that it's a law where horse thieving is uh, capital. Capital, because if you steal a man's horse, you've sentenced that man to a death sentence. Sentence. It's a lot of sentences. Sentences right? in that sentence. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the whole thing. You've killed a man if you steal his horse. That was the concept by it. So you can't steal horses, Joe. I'm sorry. Even if they were bad guys, you still can't he do did it. He murdered that guy. Kill the men first. He did kill them and then steal their horses. So technically, murder um, and uh, horse thieving. Maybe he should get a lawyer. Either way, so everybody wants to kill Shanghai Joe, and they send it's it's almost um, uh, Tarantino esque in like this I bet Tarantino likes this movie cadre of n- new hitmen that arrive yeah. on the scene for Shanghai Joe to deal with, but this one is like. Uh, I put my guns away, Joe. Let's uh, let's end this Mexican standoff that we got and just have a good old fashioned con- conversation. Uh, we'll make a deal, and you can leave town, and I'll get the bounty on your head. But he has a gun in the front of his pants still, and Shanghai Joe comes up to him. The bad guy reaches into his jacket pocket where his fucking gun is not to reach in. I get guess the get the bounty papers and. Shanghai Joe just fucking rips his eyes out. He flies a short distance and then rips his and eyes rips out. And rips his eyes out. And then holds the eyes in front of the camera so that you can see that they're both in his hand. It is amazingly stupid. And totally, like, Shanghai Joe might be a psychopath. He's definitely a psychopath. <laughs> he, is, he reaches into a man's chest later. He fucking punches through a guy as well at the end. Oh, boy. Yeah, Shanghai Joe uh, is a lot of fun. Great riffer. Yeah, absolutely superior riffer. Um, but at the same time, to me, uh, this is a Sunday bro movie, uh, not necessarily a stop what you're doing and watch. Yeah, it's a do. It's, it's, it's definitely a do, a do though. Yeah. So um, we've got a listener, little listener feedback. Uh, I'm going to give a shout out to ACB uh, on Twitter at ACB. The man says at Steger Manis. Well, I agree. Detective Pikachu looks stupid. My blast toys. Ain't no baby monster. He'd tear a hole through you with his water jets. Then he'd they can punch through steel. Go Blastoise. <laughs> you can't even read it. You're like, I got no idea what AC is talking about right now. Because we called Pokemon baby monsters because they're cute. Oh. And he's like, fuck you, man. <laughs> I liked that tweet. Yeah. That was a good one. Um, <laughs> you want to reach out to us? Uh, oh, also... Um, I am a burger and french fries kind of guy. Bucks fan, who I think we've heard from before, says, As Taker Man is, I really dig the new intros. So thank you for uh, oh, thanks. telling us about that. We do appreciate that kind of feedback as well. So if you want to hit us up on Twitter, it's at Stinker Madness. Uh, follow us. We'll follow you back. And you can send us a direct message or you can just at us. Um, but don't at me, bro. Um, Jack, or Sam, it's your pick next week. Yes, it is. What are we doing? Uh, I'm going back to my business where I thematically pick things. And, oh, no. Uh, Not Batman. <laughs> nope. It's because the last one was longer, and we're going back to Lundgren. Lundgren. Okay. It's called The Peacekeeper, not The Peacemaker. All right. That's the one with um, 
George Clooney, Clooney and no, Cole Kidman. Yeah, this is with Lundgren, and I watched the first five minutes of it, and it may have been the stupidest first five minutes of any movie I've ever seen. Excellent. What's it streaming on currently? It is currently streaming on Amazon. All right. Check it out, guys. Uh, come back to us on Monday. Get you to Chapa. Visit us at www.stinkermadness.com. Follow Stinker Madness on Twitter at Stinker Madness. Please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you for listening and get to the chopper.